Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? Welcome to the show, David. Welcome to the show, loser. Why you gotta start like that? Why you gotta come right out? Before before this show started, Penn goes, I don't know the last time I've been called a loser in public. He said I put a date on it. Oh, how long did you say it was? Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Was the last time I was legitimately like bullied and made fun of and called a loser. Right. And I said, let's see if we can change that. <laughs> David goes, we can change that. <laughs> and so I did. So what's up? Because there are some listeners who know the backstory to that. I'm not going to tell the whole story because oh. I don't want to embarrass anyone more than they've already been embarrassed. But let's just say I was at a card game. Okay. And a spouse referred to the other spouse. Oh, my gosh. So a married couple. Mm. One spouse. For, I'm not even going to say genders. Okay. But I'm just going to say the one spouse referred to the other spouse and said, that's right, because you are a loser. Well, that was the exact <laughs> representation of the voice. That, And if you knew the voice, that is exactly... <laughs> That's the voice. Yeah. And it was a freaking riot. And we all busted out laughing. Perfect. <laughs> but what was funny about that story, as I mentioned to you earlier, is that like the, the husband didn't seem the least bit bothered. Uh, yeah, whatever. He was like, whatever. <laughs> you know, he was like rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you are a loser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so much man. fun. Is this so great to have friends? I know. <laughs> Because without, without friends, nobody would call you a loser. I work with Chris Hall Production. People do not understand our friendship. We're like, oh, I hate that guy. And they're like, he's the worst. You your best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of things you get beat up about, right. teased about. Right. Speaking of schoolyard bullies. Right, right. This might have coincided with the last time I was made fun of. <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. The Dungeons and Dragons movie yeah. starring Chris... Evans, right? Okay. Uh, it's got a movie title. Are you asking me or telling me? Uh, I'm guessing. Okay. It's it might be it might be Chris Pine. Chris Pine? <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 it is Chris Pine. It is Chris Pine. Yeah. Star Trek boy. Yeah. Captain Kirk. It's got a title. It's called Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. And they got a release date of March 3rd, 2023. Theatrical, baby. You know what's interesting about that? Yeah. March 3rd, 2023. Yeah. That's like a lifetime away, right? Wrong. <gasps> Wrong. What? It's less than a year I thought away. I had my mortgage done by then. <laughs> right. Three kids. Right. You think of all the things you thought. Yeah. I don't even have the, I don't even have the lady yet, so right. it's like we're way behind. <laughs> the kids are way behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Jeez. You're rocking my world over here. March 3rd was like my big date. I was like, yep. I'll definitely have everything yeah. done by then. Right. I remember you yeah. used to you used to have that. Yeah. You used to tell me all the time. March 3rd, 2023. That's when I was yeah. be like, look at yeah. how I succeeded. Right. But did you ever hear the expression like the best way to make God laugh? 
How's Just to that? tell him your plans. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. True. True. For sure. But my point is we just I just heard about this movie just came on my radar like a few weeks ago. We talked about it on the show. Right. And March third, twenty twenty three is gonna be here in five minutes. Or less. Or less. I mean it's really gonna be, you know, it's just a few minutes away. Right. And when you live life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Like you do. <laughs> There's something else that comes out in early. Yes. As long as we're on early 2023, okay. let me jump ahead to this one. M. Knight, local Philadelphia filmmaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's your neighbor growing up, right? Yeah. You were from Philly. We used to, yeah, we used to play yeah. b-ball. Shooting some b-ball outside of school. Yeah. <laughs> David told me that he, he he's, he's closer than anybody else we know to being the actual Fresh Prince of so Bel Air. So close. So close. <laughs> and yet. So far so away. Far away. Yeah. So far away. <laughs> the furthest away. Yeah. But so, so close. What happened? You grew up in. I, w- I was living outside of Philly, Philly. Right. I played basketball. Right. Right. A single mom, right? Right, but what about California? Well, I had an aunt and uncle living in, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, an aunt and uncle in Beverly Hills. <laughs> growing up outside of Philly with a single mom. Playing b-ball. Yeah, outside of the school. I and told I, you, you should have gotten more fights. Well, I definitely got beat up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that was an issue. <laughs> let's, let's Wait, not. by your mom? Or? <laughs> well, no, that's, no, a whole, no. that's a whole separate kettle of fish. <laughs> yeah, come on now. <laughs> okay, so local Philadelphia filmmaker M. Knight mm. may or may not be one of David's childhood friends. He has a new horror movie called Knock at the Cabin oh, yeah. uh, scheduled for February 3rd, 2023. This is another movie that I had not, I guess we reported that he was working on one. I don't know if we reported that he has a title or not. What, why are you laughing? Did we totally no, dive no, into no, this? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sometimes I can't tell if David's like, uh, you want to know what I was thinking? <laughs> you're thinking back about the Fresh Prince. No, I was thinking of, it'd be really funny if this movie was like, they were in a cabin and then, Hello? And it was just like, it wasn't a horror or anything. It was just someone knocked at the door and they're like, right. oh, no, I don't want I don't want any cookies. Right, right. I'm sorry. It was like <laughs> this character-driven drama. Right, character-driven drama with, with like five-minute movie with two hours of credits. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this is a typical sort of invasion, home invasion during an apocalypse, mm. end of the world type of thing. Of course. So... I don't know. Whatever. I, we don't know anything about this movie. Or maybe maybe people do, but we don't. What do you plan to do during the apocalypse? Oh, baby. I'm getting all twisters. <laughs> Going to Theater 5 and watching some movies. <laughs> during the apocalypse? Yeah. And I'm invading some hoes. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I guess I would, if during the apocalypse, I would hope. That I could think of something better to do than eat Twizzlers. <laughs> and just watch movies. Right. Watch the it burn. world is burning outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all right. These are going to go bad. I better eat them now. <laughs> It'd be a shame for these to go to waste. <laughs> wow. So this week you're normally traveling. Yeah, this usually usually I'd be out west. Yeah. CinemaCon is underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think next week we should have some big news i mean we're already seeing some little bits of news like for example we're seeing pictures of movie posters for are you there god it's me margaret saw a movie poster for john wick four 
you know, so we're starting to see what's on the minds of the studios. And so for the next few days, I would expect to see some news drop. Trailers. Trailers, news, etc. Yeah. yeah. I think this is big. Top right. Gun screens at CinemaCon. I think either tomorrow or Thursday. Wow. Yeah. I noticed that they have the same thing that you've got in your lobby. Yeah. It's basically, we're at CinemaCon. Basically the same thing. The same thing. Right. So what we did to, to do that is we took all our standees and smushed them in one continuous long hallway, like one after another. Right. And that gives you a sense. You, you can walk down it and be yeah. like, I've been here. I was there. Right. But I'm here. Right. And to give the, you know, CinemaCon is the annual meeting of the National Association of Theater Owners. So all the guests are theater owners. Right. So. Minus that time you were there. Right. Not. Well, I was pretending to be a theater yeah, owner. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, but what's screwed up about it is they treat all the theater owners like Axel punks. So all the studios like hog up all the best seats and mark them all up with reserved. Oh, okay. Like literally by the dozen or more, you know, like the first, like all the best seats. Right. Say reserved. And then they have 200 theater owners waiting in line to get the 80 shittiest seats left right so to re- to bring that cinemacon experience to lit it's what i've arranged to do is i i told you i stuffed the hallway full of standees right and then later i'm gonna go wait outside of my own theater for like a half an hour <laughs> and then get turned away yeah, <laughs> you know yeah ah, dang it i yeah. can't see it <laughs> <laughs> nuts uh, so close yeah yeah no it really is a problem i've i've articulated it before to people and it's um they have goofy things like, you know, if, if you attend every panel or if you, you know, sort of sign up for all these extra things, you get like a special pass and you'll be admitted. But to me, that's kind of bullshit. I feel like, you know, studios should do a better job of welcoming theater owners. Like we like my friends and I that attend CinemaCon always comment like theater owners, if we were host when when we host, which we regularly do, obviously, when we host special events, the very last seat that I would take would be my seat. Like, like I would fill all the good seats with my guests and then me and my staff, if there was room would take the last shittiest seats or we would stand in the back. Right. Like that's how you be a good host. You know, you, you, you give the people who are coming to see your show all the best treatment. And then if there's room, then maybe you take some of the leftover seats in the back. Right. But Studios, you know, they're just too arrogant and they, you know, they save all the best seats for themselves. Yeah, I imagine that there was, there was like, okay, Top Gun showing. Right. There was one big screening with the studio. Right. And then I just assumed that it like played a couple times. No, there'll be one screening with literally, it'll be in uh, Caesar's Palace. It'll be about 3,000 seats in that theater. Oh. And to give you some idea, our IMAX in Littis, which is the biggest auditorium around, has 420 seats. So, think 10 of those audiences, almost 10 of those audiences right. in one gigantic theater. Right. Wow. So depending on how you look at it and depending on where you're seated and depending on your um, appetite for adventure, it could be a really cool screening. You know, obviously it's going to be a big screen if it has 4,000 seats um, or 3,000 or whatever the number ends up being. But um, yeah, it'll be one screening and people will probably get in line, you know, at breakfast and stand there all day and miss other stuff. Yeah. And they'll miss other stuff. And then they'll walk in there and all the good rows will have signs on them that say reserved Yeah, for the studios. That's crazy. Bonk. Wow. Yeah. 
Anyway, so I, I don't mean to be totally negative because I, mm. I am an active participant in NATO and I love it and it does a lot of really good things, but I have a hard time getting psyched up for CinemaCon because I feel like it's all backwards. Like we should, we should be, theater owners should be like welcomed at our own convention, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would yeah. think. But anyway, to your point, CinemaCon's happening right now. I'm sure they're all having a great time. I will say, I love going out there and seeing all my old pals, all my buddies. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy John. Jimmy John. It's just like any other convention in the world. All the good stuff happens between the programming. Right. You know, the programming is cool, but all the relationships, all the friendships, all the real deals get done in between. And, you know, that's why you go. Right. So I'll be yeah. there next year. For shizzle. I'll go with you, don't worry. All right, good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I just I assumed. know you haven't asked, <laughs> but I will go with you. you. Okay, thank you, David. That was the threat. <laughs> <laughs> so are you familiar, and I'm gonna I'm asking this rhetorically because I know you're not. Okay. With a video game called It Takes Two. Oh yeah, I know all about it. Yeah, right? What are you talking about? It's the one it doesn't take one, it takes two. Yeah, it's Cher. Cher developed it. Yeah. It takes, takes two, two baby. Ba uh, me and, and you, you on do, PlayStation. Do, do, do. Right. No, I've, <laughs> I've never heard of this. Uh, so it's um, a co-op game. So it's it's one of those things where you, uh, it's I think it won a bunch of awards for being this thing where, you know, two people solve puzzles together and and it's just very uh, dynamic and the story is really good. The story is a pa these these parents are going to get a divorce and they tell their little girl and she goes and cries in a book about how to heal love about how her parents she doesn't want them to break up oh. and she has two little dolls that she had made of her parents mm -hmm. and she I mean we're not going to call them voodoo dolls but right right okay and she cries into this book and then she gets called away and both her parents fall asleep and then they wake up as the dolls. Oh my god! And the book comes to life, and it's comical. And the book's yeah. like, "We have to heal your marriage." It's got a big, thick. That like, sounds accent. amazing. And it's, uh, it's, it's. I mean, I haven't played it, but I've watched. I've watched some playthrough yeah. of it. It's, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and the the thing is, is that a lot of games are very dependent on their mechanics. Hmm. You know, like uh, you're not like a super gamer, so it's hard to. Really just like, like the legend. Like, I know you hate that about me. Yeah. I know I'm it's like, like it's like a constant source uh, of disappointment. Ben, if you would just game, like can you just change your aspects of your right, life right. and do this? Can you just be better? Right. Like an adventure game, like it, it's it's your actions that kind of like make the story. Right. Right. But this is a very narrative driven thing and they could very easily like it's like the narrative brings you to a problem, you solve the problem, and then the narrative brings you to the next problem. It's not so much like you're discovering the story on your own. Like it leads you, and so I think of all the video game type things, this is very suited to be made into a movie yeah. or a show or whatever. So I think it's a good idea. Yeah, and you got to trust Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he's got great comedy, not only comedy chops, but also like he does the family movie. He does right. the he can he can he can handle emotional. Now his production company's doing this. But I could very easily see him being the, the dad, maybe. Or, yeah. Yeah. So he has DJ Two Entertainment, which I'm assuming stands for Dwayne Johnson Two. Yeah. And then he's also got Seven Bucks Productions. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess they're both him. I guess yeah. when you're a big shot like that, you gotta have. 
It takes two, yeah. baby. So See? can I just tell you the most exciting news of the day? Oh, tell me, please. This is my favorite story of the oh day. My gosh. Wait, let me check. Yes, yes. Oh. This is pretty much my... F- no, this is my favorite news How do we come up with those side of- sound effects? And we need that one. Yeah. I'm just lazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Warner Brothers... So there was this... Maybe we should tell the story... We should tell the Netflix story before we tell the Warner Brothers okay. story. So the Netflix story... I read an article about something else, and they referred to... In that article about Netflix, they referred to, quote, the great Netflix correction of 22... You heard about this? No. Yeah, so Netflix is crashing. Why we heard about that? Right, that's what I meant. Yeah. You know, and people are referring people are beginning to refer to it as the great Netflix correction of 22. So in other words, remember wrote us a big letter. Yeah, this. oh yeah, and and I read the entire thing. I really did like word for word because I found it fascinating and it really articulated a lot of what I have been trying to say for 5 years now. Yeah. Like pre-pandemic when we started talking about streaming I always said this business model is not sustainable. Right. This business model is not sustainable. It won't work. It can't work. It's the streaming wars. People are putting all their money into winning the streaming wars, and it's going to come down to who's left standing. They're going to um, merge, and then there's going to be like two or three, and we're back to like the cable conversation. Right. So this is the beginning of that, and it, it you know it happened quickly, and it's I'm not saying Netflix is dead because it's not, but it's a hell of a problem, you know, and it's related to what we talked about. You can't spend Hollywood money on TV shows. Right. So there's another thing here that they're, where they're talking about, like people are just torrent, torrenting everything, downloading it. Yeah. Uh, now again, it, that was a big thing and it died off with the rise of Netflix. And here was the thing at the time, Netflix big selling point was come to one place, pay one thing. And they had like 90% of the shows. Right. And now, you know, they were successful for a while. And now these other companies are like, well, if Netflix can do it, why can't we do it with our own property? Right. And so they took the shows away from Netflix. Right. So more and more, Netflix doesn't have the shows that everyone's office, friends. Now when you want to watch Trek. a show, you got to look up where, where, what platform is it on. Right. And each one of these, they don't, they're not getting cheaper. Right. And they're all kind of going the way when they're all hitting the same situation. Um, but Netflix lost, uh, 200,000 subscribers, I guess in one month, of, in a month. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, let's, uh, let's start a ad line where you'll pay less, but you'll have ads. kind of yeah. like Hulu. Hulu has been doing that forever. Yeah. You know, it'd be an interesting model if, if it was entirely free, but while you were watching the show, there was like ads in the middle of the oh show. Gosh. Wow. I mean, it could evolve to something and like you that. You pay a little bit more for special shows. Yeah, every now and then, like you could, you know, subscribe to a different type of TV. Right. That some of those shows would not have commercials. Right. Yeah. I mean, television is really on the cusp of evolving. It's really exciting yeah. time for TV. Well, what fans. they should, what Netflix should have done is, if they they should have been like, okay, you know, you want, they should have charged for their shows. They should have been like, here's our regular thing, and then our Netflix content, the movies, are two bucks to rent or whatever, like, like prime does, Okay, you know, for a while. Right. And make the money off of, if they're going to make these TV shows, like maybe do that, but, but it's, we're too far past that. Well, I think the part that really has me like that I take offense to, cause I didn't see this coming, but, and I, and honestly, I couldn't even have like verbalized it until I read what Frodo wrote, which is 
they're constantly taking really good shows and pulling them off after two years right. or not two years, but two seasons or whatever, you know, what a little, cause they're trying to put new shows on, you know? And so like, I can't tell you how many times I've like started a show and like, well, their focus is wrong. So, and this is something you've talked about with the, owning the theater. Netflix's focus is they want the, they, in order to show the revenue that they want, they, cause they want to show constantly show growth right. to their investors they have to have new subscribers. There's only so many people out there right. that are going to subscribe to Netflix. And part of the people reason people are going away, they're saying this is in a lot of places, whether or not you agree or disagree, it's not about that. The people are considering the pandemic like widely passed and they're going outside more and they're not staying inside. And they don't, you know, people who didn't watch TV before who got Netflix because they were stuck at home right, right. are canceling their Netflix subscriptions right. because they're not TV people. Right. And they, you know, they don't want it for whatever reason in their life anymore. Doctor Strange, which is a like pretty good Marvel movie, but not the Avengers, right, is on pace to open at an Avengers level. Yeah, for exactly what you're saying, because people are now going out. People right. are want to get out of the house. They're not stuck at home watching TV anymore. They're coming out. Right. And and this one of the things that I remember you told me, I think maybe on the Lancast uh, podcast I had on the past, was that in the reason you didn't open another theater just downtown where there was another closer by theater is that there's only so many people are going to go see right. a movie. And so there's no point of, there's no, there's no point of opening a theater because you wouldn't get the same numbers, you know, right. it, it wouldn't work out. Right. You, it was that kind of competition. I remember that conversation at the time and I, I don't have the current numbers on the top of my head, but at the time, what, what our research had shown is that in Lancaster County, Lancaster County could sell a million movie tickets a year. And if there was one movie theater, it would sell a million movie tickets. If there was two, they would split the million. Right. If there was three, they would split the million. But it by adding a fourth or a third or fourth or fifth theater, it doesn't grow the million. Right. It just changes. It gives it them different changes options. Changes where the money goes. Right. But it's the same amount of money. Right. So you'd be ultimately you'd be hurting yourself. Right. By doing that. Right. Yeah. And in some, well, I don't want to go down this road because we're talking about Netflix, but in some cases, if you build a movie theater too close to another movie theater, you have to take turns opening big movies. Right. Yeah. And this is, well, I mean, the, but yeah, that parallel goes to what's happened to the streaming services. Yeah. Now there are so many of them. Right. And, and quite personally, even myself, like who watches stuff all the time, I want to reduce right. what I have, but it's like, what do I, right. like, the thing with Netflix is it so reliably has something when I when I least expect it to, and it's like, well, I don't know if I want to get rid of like the bread and the butter, right? And HBO's always got good stuff. Paramount's got 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 Star Trek stuff. Well, it's got <laughs> Star Trek and only Star Trek, and I don't want to miss. I'm not at a point where I'm like I'm okay missing that yet. I watched uh, an ad for who, who's Jeremy Renner's show on Paramount Plus. It's like a He's a oh. prison guard or something. He's yeah. like putting down a riot and the little timer went off and I could, I had the option to skip ad, but I was kind of watching, like, I was like, Oh, this is, and it made me pause. It made me think maybe I should get Paramount plus. Right. Well, the, Paramount plus got me. Cause my, my, my plan was, and had been for a little while when it was CBS all access, <laughs> I would subscribe for star Trek. And then I would unsubscribe until Star Trek came out again 
the ne next year. But now there's so much Star Trek that one show ends and the next week the next show starts. I love it. And I have a love-hate relationship with that because I can't stop my I subscription. Know. I know. Unless I want to miss out. It's on almost Star like Trek. they figured out what you and every other Star Trek fan were doing. How dare they? How could they possibly have uncovered your dastardly scheme? What gives them the right? <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Now, listen, we're a little bit off track because yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. story that we're trying to tell is that the great Netflix correction of 2022 is causing a lot of studios to rethink their distribution plans for their projects. There was a lot of things that were going straight to these streaming services. Netflix, they canceled Bright 2. They canceled, they can't, Netflix canceled a bunch of movies right. this week. And they're not the only ones having trouble. Right. Well, this leads us to my favorite headline of the day. Yeah. One of those studios that's reconsidering their distribution plans is Warner Brothers. Now, there was a huge shakeup with Warner Brothers with their merger with Discovery. We talked about that last week. Right. And it's really interesting because they're rethinking a lot of things. Like, for example, our projects make more money when they go through a theatrical release. Right. So, therefore, let's try to make more money instead of less money. Right. So one of the projects that had previously been slated for HBO Max mm -hmm. is now being considered for a theatrical release, and that is one of my favorite, Batgirl. That's right. Drop Mike. Drop Mike. Love but Batgirl. My, my problem with this is that some of the movies that they were releasing on HBO were not necessarily quite theater level. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We're trying to talk about Batgirl. Oh. What, what are you talking about? You're I'm trying just, to go. You're trying to skim right past. No, no. I'm just saying. I'm hoping that the quality. I, I don't know because they're still oh, filming I it. I see. I think they might have to up the quality a little bit. No, they. The, the story that I read, the interview that I read, was absolutely they're upping. They're they, oh, they're, 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 they're they were talking about okay, investing yeah, yeah, yeah. in more special effects, investing in a better soundtrack, well, investing exactly in what they need to the do. marketing campaign, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But do you remember? And both of us are too young. To have been to seen when they were first released, but the original Adam West Batman's, right? You know, you're familiar yeah. with those. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar enough. Did you know that when there was an episode where Batgirl was going to appear, they would have like the opening sequence, like da 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 da. You know, they'd be doing that classic thing and watching Batman and watching Robin, and then just as the opening sequence was about to close, Batgirl would go zooming by on her, oh, on, really? on her motorcycle, yeah. And then you were like, oh. It's going to be a show with Batgirl. Nice. You know, and then they would enter into whatever kind of crime fighting sleuth detective work they were working on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she would come crashing through. Of course. You know, oh man. Solve the problem. Yeah. And I, I love that. Batgirl's great. Batgirl's the best. And I would be so stoked for a Batgirl feature film. And the costume looks great. I think. I don't know if you've seen it. I think you could say Batgirl was my first crush. Really? I think you could say that, yeah. Really? You know who else had a big crush on Batgirl? Who's that? The Abacus. Uh, <laughs> and I okay. made fun of him for it, and he was super embarrassed. <laughs> Does it make him feel like a loser? <laughs> I don't know if he felt like a loser, but Alicia Silverstone. Oh, that Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah. I mean, he, I don't know. I'm not saying that he never told me when he, was a, when he liked a girl again, but I am saying... I mean, I only I heard about David. his wife from someone else. Love is blind, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you say? 
I just caught on what you were. Okay, I got you. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right, so we're up to speed. Warner Brothers might bring Batgirl to theaters after the big Warner Brothers shakeup. And <clears throat> part of the backstory on that is the great Netflix correction yeah. of 2022. Apparently the guy at Warner Brothers, the the higher up that was pushing everything to HBO Max. Right, he got whacked. guys that got whacked. Yeah, yeah because yeah. he was taking Hollywood money and making TV shows. Right. yeah. Like, like a loser. Yeah. All right. So the next one, I was so excited to put this in here. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts. Oh. Has begun production, and there were some uh, images leaked. Charlize Theron and uh, what's his face? Jason Momoa. Jason Momosa released some uh, set pictures, and um, we're talking, of course, about Fast Ten. Yeah. No word yet. On if it's called Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. On if it's called Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. <sighs> they need to get on that. <laughs> Why haven't they gotten on How it? could they not already be on it? Now, along these same lines. You know what I want to do <laughs> is, because is, the posters are just digital here. Right, right. Is to just like <laughs> Photoshop, but not even right. really that great. Right. Fast 10 right. Your Seatbelts on the <laughs> like. <laughs> People are like I never saw that. I never saw that poster before. We ought to have a Penn Cinema podcast viewing party for oh, Fast and Your Seatbelts. We might have to. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have one before then because it's not out for like a year or so, right? Gosh, so long. But uh, yeah. So anyway, along the lines of Fast and Your Seatbelts, uh, I read an unrelated story what? that compared itself to one of the most profitable franchises in the history of movie going. Of course, the Fast and the Furious franchise. And now what I'm talking about is, did you know that J.J. Abrams and his bad, bad robot production company are moving forward with plans for a live-action Hot Wheels movie based on Mattel's famous brand of toy cars? By the way, the number one selling toy of all time. According to Deadline, the film will showcase the highest-selling toy in a, quote, high-throttle actioner and will showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles, a.k.a. Fast and the Furious. I just can't wait for whatever rapper or holler guy that they get, like from the music industry, to be in this movie. Right. To come walk and be like, dang, them hot, them some hot wheels. <laughs> I got a question for you. And then I'll be like, that's the name of the movie. I got a, I got a trivia question for you. Yeah. All right. We just read a story about Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels, which is a Mattel toy. Right. What other Mattel toy? Has a live action movie coming Barbie. with JJ Abrams. Wait, Barbie's involved with JJ Abrams? Is no, I don't think I don't think JJ Abrams is involved with Barbie. I was just fizzling out. He, where's the Power Wheels movie that we need? <laughs> you talking about those little tricycles? <laughs> pow, pow, yes! Power Wheels. I want like some buff men and women just like ah, that's it. They jump on their giant Power Wheel, adult Power Wheels. <laughs> no, I want the opposite. I want a bunch of five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> on actual power wheels, like, like solving a neighborhood crime. Like 35 millimeter. Yeah. When they jumped on their bikes, but right. they're on pa power wheels. Right. Exactly. A super eight. Super eight. Super eight. That's what you're trying to think yeah. of, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I want like cool. a power wheels, five-year-olds on the power wheels solving the neighborhood <laughs> crime, which turns out to be something like normal in adult life, but they don't know it's normal because they're yeah. only five. Right. And like, have you ever like watched little kids talk like, to each other? Like Tommy's like, my dad went out for cigarettes. He never came back. Right. right? And they're like, we got to find Tommy's Bobby's dad. Bobby's like, we got to find Tommy's dad. <laughs> He's lost out there. Hey, Jimmy's mom's missing too. <laughs> 
We gotta what? find Bobby's dad and, and Jimmy's, Jimmy's mom. mom. What? Turns out they're living in a town over. What? Why are they staying together? <laughs> what does hourly rates mean at a hotel? <laughs> Makes sense. It'd be cheaper. Why right. pay for the whole day? Right. You don't have to. See, I told you my dad was super smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then there'd be like one girl who's like in the group of friends who'd be like, oh, you guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah, she got it right. from the beginning. Because right. she's like four, but way smarter yeah, guys, than all of them. We don't need to be doing this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's go back to our stickball game. Yeah. Where, but why don't we make this movie <laughs> Power Wheels? All right. We got a little box office business okay. to discuss. First of all, I think it's just worth noting, because I know we have a lot of Marvel fans that follow the show. Never heard of it. And uh, Doctor Strange is selling, like, the proverbial hotcakes. <gasps> How come you don't serve? When a movie does this well. We should serve hotcakes. Serve hot hotcakes. Yeah. We've missed an opportunity. Yeah, you have a Doctor Strange ticket? Free right. hotcakes. <laughs> right, free hotcakes. <laughs> now, listen. I want to tell you something. Yeah. But don't tell anyone. Uh, this, this is just between us and our listeners. Right. All right. I just put six more shows on sale for opening night of Doctor Strange. <sighs> I need to get my tickets tonight. Yeah. So if you are waiting to get your tickets for opening night of Doctor Strange, don't wait. No. Because two things. First of all, they're selling like hotcakes. <laughs> hot like hot and second of all, I'm going to be out of town that weekend. So y'all ain't got me to fall on to hook you up with it. some kind of ticket. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to be screening this movie. I'm hoping to screen it in King of Prussia <gasps> at the trade screening on Monday of that week. But if I miss that trade screening, I might be watching it in St. George, Utah with a bunch of Mormons. What? Yeah. You can only watch it with Mormons there. It's like a rule. Yeah. Like a yeah. One, one non-Mormon right. in the room. <laughs> right. No, it's not one. It's like a one to eight ratio. Oh, okay. You know, so as long yeah. as you walk in with eight Mormons. Yeah, you know. you're okay. Right. Well, hold on. Let wait, me wait, see wait, your wait, cards. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, we already got one guy in there. We got to wait for eight more Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 16, two. All right, come All right, on you're in. You're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. No, you're clear. There's 24 Mormons in there. You're good. We got room for one more. Uh, so yeah, so Doctor Strange is selling really well, which is really exciting for those of us in the movie business. And also just on a side note, as just sort of a reminder of big titles to come, Right. Jurassic Park goes on sale the day after tomorrow or two days after tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this right. may have already gone on sale. Oh my God. So we have that time loop problem that we sometimes. Yeah. People get confused. We get tomorrow, yeah. yesterday. Right. If tomorrow has already happened when you're listening to this, then tickets went on sale yesterday, yesterday. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Um, so Jurassic World went on sale last week, tomorrow, and Top Gun and Firestarter both go on sale next Tuesday. Wow. Isn't that an interesting combination? Yeah. That <laughs> mm. uh. <laughs> we have one competitor for the top movie of the year, and also another movie and also Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. And also Top Gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. That's all the news fit to print. I have one promote. Not as, it's not a promotion for us, oh. but a comment that you might be interested in. Oh. Joeblow.com. <gasps> you ever been on Joe Blow? Yeah. Joeblow.com is a good website. It's very down to earth. Yeah. It's a sort of a fan driven, you know, type of yeah. thing. They have an interesting segment. And they, their segment that they do, I don't know if they do it weekly or however long, but it's called WTF, like what the fuck ever happened to so-and-so. Right. Or whatever. Or it doesn't even have to be a person. It could be like WTF ever happened to 
the HS right. or whatever. So on the website right now, on JoeBlow.com right now, is WTF Quentin Tarantino's Star Trek. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't read it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you don't read it. It's a, it's a video. <coughs> it's a video. Yeah, and it's really interesting because um, I felt like it reminded me of the progression of the Star Trek franchise. Yeah. It's just interesting. You know, it's, it's huh. really interesting. So, well, you ready to get into trailers? Please. I think we have a clear winner this I week. I thought you'd never ask. Clear, clear winner. Um, yeah. No? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Last Seen Alive is by far the best movie ever. Ever. Um, let's start with Monstrous. Okay. Starring Christina Ricci. Who, we like her. I guess. No. Do we? Yeah. Name a good Christina Ricci movie that's not The Addams Family. Oh, well, I don't know. Was she in Beetlejuice? No. No, that was Winona Ryder. I I can't name a good Christina Ricci movie that was not The Addams Family. Whatever you just said. Right. But I you still probably wouldn't have mentioned The Addams Family if I, I hadn't brought it You're up, right. right. You're right. I wouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, I, right? I wouldn't have. <laughs> right? So you called that bluff. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that we dislike her. I just don't know. I just yeah. can't think of any reason. That's fair. I think it's a, this... Looks fine. It's I like can think. Of, I can think of a reason not to like her. Was it this movie? Because of this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty awful. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. At the beginning, I was like, "Oh, this could be interesting," and then it just turned out to be every haunted. The whole time, I'm just like, "Why don't they just leave?" David's giving his annoyed and like confused, yeah. annoyed because I'm confused. Look, I mean it's a house. Yeah, and they're hot. they're there to like get away from the husband, or right? Whatever. And it's haunted, right? And it's and she's like calling a place. I think my house is haunted. Mm. Maybe go to a hotel and then call the church you and know, be like church. Go figure out the haunted house, and then I'll come back into it when it's when you give the all clear. Right. I have a theory. I have a theory about moments like this. Yeah. Everything is better in the morning. So just sleep on the haunted house? <laughs> no, I'm saying like, no, exactly to your point. Like go to the hotel, wait for the sun to come up. Right. And go back in the daylight and figure out what's going on. Put the house up for sale and move your ass. Right. All right. Yeah. All right. So Monstrous um, doesn't look great. Uh, the next title is Good Morning, which is from Open Road, and it is in theaters and streaming on May twentieth. Uh, the yeah. movie does not good look does not good look enough. It also looks like it stars Machine Gun Kelly, which I mean, what? <laughs> Why? It does not good look enough. It does not good look enough. It does not good and look it's enough. Good Morning M O U R. Right. The only thing I will say about this movie is that it looked like... So, no, here's what I'll say about it. It looked like if I was clicking around on the TV at home, I it might be entertaining to watch. Yeah, like an MTV movie. I'm not going to ask somebody to pay 15 bucks to see this movie. I'm not going to ask anyone to see this movie. Okay. Now, we're moving up to the next one, yeah. Last Scene Alive. Now, I have to be honest here. I don't love Gerard Butler. Hmm. And I don't love Vertical. Right. I don't think they have a great track record. But I actually thought this movie looked pretty good. 
Yeah, no, it's I'm it's you've that. seen this movie before. It's a, it, you've seen it a million times. As, as we say on this show, this falls in the category of like you have seen this movie before. Have you seen Liam Neeson? Just like ever, <laughs> right? You've seen this movie, <laughs> right? But and and so there's a lot of so you get the vibe. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to roll your eyes and be like, ugh. But somehow the 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 acting, the action, the pacing of the trailer itself, like. It it kind of looks cool. Like I'm I'm kind of on board. Like all right, I might get this movie. I might watch it. I might play it at Penn Cinema and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. If this would be when does this come out? I forget. Okay, this is like a good. No, but it comes out this spring. It's like May or June. Oh. It's not like next year. See, to me, this looks like a nice summer slump movie. Yeah, it might be something like that. Yeah. 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 So the next movie on here we have is called Flux Gourmet. We reviewed a, a <laughs> yes. teaser for this a while back. And it's like a, a movie about people who do food-based ASMR videos, performances. Yeah. It looks super weird. This has this trailer has more I think you saying that this looks super weird might be the biggest understatement in the history of the Penn Cinema podcast. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. How would you describe this? Super weird. <laughs> <laughs> but not how David says it. <laughs> right. See, David says like super weird and I'm yeah. like super weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could never watch this movie. Last scene totally alive fine. comes out June 3rd. Okay. So it is yeah. summer. It's, it's coming up. Um, it's the week before Jurassic world. It'll be good alternative programming. Right. You know, Bobby, yeah. uh, flux gourmet will likely not see life outside of Philadelphia and downtown New York city. And you know, this is going to be an art house gem. Maybe our friends at Zootropolis will get it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to play in lit. It's or, or hunting the Valley or Wilmington because it's, super weird like it's yeah. and, and i think it for me and i don't mean any disrespect because ifc films makes great movies we love playing ifc films but i feel like this has the potential to be so out there nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna come see this movie. right yeah right this is yeah i feel like this is this falls into the category. pirate dave will show up the bit pirate dave already saw this okay i guarantee oh I, I'm not stating a fact. I'm I'm positing a guess. Yeah. Like I, I and he loved it. I bet you he loved it. I bet you he was involved in the making of it. <laughs> it look, it doesn't look like a bad ma bad made movie. It he was at weird. the premiere in New Orleans. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, Running the projector. Right. And he hates us for not wanting to see this movie. Right. <laughs> That's the problem with theaters these days. Right. Is that like a guy like Penn won't play a movie like this. It, it won't take a risk. This is exactly the kind of movie that I have in mind when I say my line about art movies. You know my line? What's that? Everybody says they want to see him. Nobody actually comes out to see him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, that's exactly what this movie would be. Okay. Now. Trailer of the week. I think... Last Seen Alive has a chance, a good chance, of seeing daylight at movie theaters across the country. Yeah. But our last trailer of the week will play in every freaking movie theater in the world. <laughs> For sure. Right? To full houses. And that's Lightyear. We got another trailer. A, a full... The, I, I think we previously had a full trailer, but this was the first one. a teaser one, and then a full trailer. This was the first one where I felt like they were telling me what the plot was. Right. Exactly. And... It involves time travel. Yeah. So light, Buzz Lightyear travels at light speed. But it, it involves my favorite kind of time travel, which is accidental 
Time travel. Accidental time travel. Yeah. Like what happened to you and me. Right. That one time. <laughs> right. That one time we recorded a podcast and then the next day we had done 169 already. It was like, what? Wait, what? Uh, how did this happen? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, so, you know, time is relative. As we obviously. As we all know. Obviously. Right. <laughs> so when you're traveling at the speed of light, time goes slower for you mm. than it does. So astronauts will often come back younger. Mm-hmm. Like they've done things with like uh, twins to see how they're different yeah. when they come back. Huh. Um, so is that why people are always asking me if I'm an astronaut? <laughs> no, they're like they're saying get out of here, not <laughs> get to outer space. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so he comes back and like everyone he knows is dead. And it's like the next generation right. or whatever. And there was a war and he missed it and it was a thing. And because when he first got there, they were just setting up. Right. And now it's like over. Yeah. And there's so, a statue of his best friend. Right. And yeah. now his best friend's granddaughter right. is like the other main character. But she looks like his... She looks exactly like his old friend. Yeah. 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 So that's how genetics work. Oh. Every other generation, you're an exact duplicate. Oh, God. Of the generation before. Exact. I, I promise you that's not the case. Duplicate. <laughs> yeah. I have evidence, at least of some exceptions to the rule. But... What I love, my favorite part of this trailer, they had that great line again where the kitten says, I'm terrified and regret joining you on this mission. Yeah. Right. And just the delivery of the line is so good. But I, I love the rocket is like streaming through space and like real casually is like, mission failure imminent. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Or he's like, he goes to like do this like fist bump thing with a girl. He's like, oh, right. something. Your grandmother and I used to do, and the people around are like, <laughs> yeah. So this trailer is awesome. This movie looks awesome. I'm so excited, and good for Pixar. This will be great. Yeah. This is Pixar, right? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes, Disney. It's Disney. It, I know it's Disney. Is it? I thought it was Pixar. I don't know. Is it I don't Pixar know if it DreamWorks. Is. No, it's not DreamWorks. Okay, it's Pixar. I don't know if this is Disney on its own or Disney with Pixar. Mm. That's the key there. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Because it was Pixar, it'd be on Disney Plus because they they throw everything there and never let it see the daylight. Ah, Roger that. Right. <laughs> right. Are you ready to move on to our movie review? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was I ever? This week we watched the unbearable weight of massive talent, starring Nicholas. Cage. Was it starring Nicolas Cage or Nick Cage? Nick Cage. This, uh, by the way, Lightyear is a Pixar film. Okay, good. good. Nick Cage stars in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, a.k.a. The David Moulton Story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> autobiography. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, ah, oh, this is just like Dave. I know. this. Uh, the guy, he told me about how this happened that one time. Yeah. yeah. So what would you think of the movie, for real? Uh, I loved it. And I did see it. I'm not, like, doing that. Yeah. That thing. I thought it was great. Honestly, we laughed way more than we thought we were going to. Yep. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, just, I just love how it was very self-referential. Self-aware. Yeah. They're like, oh, I hate movies where the comedies where they just sit around and talk as they like sit down. <laughs> and talk. And talk. And they're like, well, there's got to be some sort of action thing. And they're describing like what kind of action could right. happen. And then they make it. Right, and then well, that, it absolutely happened. When they were tripping on acid, that was the best part of the movie. It was the best, and it would have been so easy for the filmmakers to like use special effects. You know how they do that in the movies to like 
make it like so that you see what the person who's tripping sees. Instead, everything looked normal. They were just like, right. "Are they looking at us?" Right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's. The scene where he's trying to lift him over the wall, <laughs> and then he walks around the wall. Like, you knew it was coming. You knew that, like, you knew it. And they had just gone in a big circle, so they were right back with the guys. <laughs> right. like, oh, my God, they're over there. The guys had not moved at <laughs> right. all. They're following us. No, I didn't think it was that. I thought it was two different guys. Oh, I think it might be. I think it was, I'm yeah. pretty sure it was two different guys. But regardless, that whole uh, sequence of events was freaking gold. Yeah, so good. <laughs> I can't. I can't drive high. Drive high. Yeah, you can. I saw you. Did, you did all your own stunts and drive. Ah, oh, good point. <laughs> no, uh, gone in sixty, gone seconds. In 60 seconds. And he's like, "Yeah, that's true." And I also thought, like, ah, how do I put this? Like, they struck just the right notes in terms of like. Being self-aware and making fun of Nicolas Cage without, like, crossing the line and being, like, dumb about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of Nicolas Cage movies that didn't get referenced. There was, you know, they, they didn't, like, they never made a joke about it that didn't serve, that didn't also serve the plot. Right. Right. Man, and his wife played by, was it Catherine Hahn? Is that her name? She's the lady from Together. Yeah, which all I can think about is every time she was on screen, I was like, man, I, I really want to watch that movie again. It yeah. was so good. Our favorite movie of 2021. Yeah. So Almost, good. except Almost. for Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, movie was so good. Anyway, um, yeah, this movie's just, nobody was there. Nobody was seeing it. What's going on? Yeah. Well, it was the number five movie in the building. Okay. Maybe, no, 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 number six. Um, Northman edged it out a little. Both of them were like middle of the road movies. Um, I don't know what to say about it. I don't. I don't know why it didn't do better. The thing that surprised me is I was telling Drew this morning when I was putting movies in the theaters. Like sometimes I'll pick his brain about. Uh, you know we have to place movies in whatever size theater we think is most appropriate. Right. So you're sort of guessing a little bit. Sometimes it's obvious. You know, but sometimes you're guessing like what, which movie is going to be bigger, yeah. you know, the second week of Sonic or the third week of Fantastic Beasts, you know, like that type of thing. And so you're kind of always playing that guessing game. And what, what I said to Drew was, this is a great week of where you really have to trust the numbers. You have to look at the numbers because in my mind, Sonic is over Fantastic Beasts under delivered, blah, blah, blah. No. Bad Guys was number one, Sonic was number two, Fantastic Beasts was number three. Really? Like, those top three movies were far and away, and all the other movies... By the way, guess what was number four? The Lost City. Really? Yeah. Wow. Number four is Lost Still City. Still holding out. Yeah. Like, in its eighth week or something ridiculous like wow. that. And then Northman, and then Unbearable Weight. Wow. So my point is, like, mentally, I'm kind of moved on from Sonic, Right. But it's still the number two movie, so I'm putting it in all my bigger theaters, and I'm putting Fantastic Beasts in bigger theaters, and of course, Bad Guys is in the biggest theaters. You know, so it's yeah. it's kind of an interesting thing where like I'm excited about Massive Weight, but I have to be you know logical and and you know sort of where's where who's going to come see what right yeah. right I have to be intentional. Yeah. That's the word. So I'm putting Northman in theater seven and Massive Weight in theater eight. You know, and yeah. Lost City in Theater 9. Wow. Wow. Bop, bidi, bop, bop. So, I mean, we, I don't, there's not, we can't really, it's hard to talk about this movie 
because it's not really a movie that you just like sit here and describe. So it's, a, it's he, very character driven. Here's what I was thinking about this movie. Yeah. All right. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It was very character driven. Did you want to say something else? It, well, it has its action. It's 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 well paced. It's hilarious. The action. The driving chase scenes are great. Yeah. It's believable. It's a good movie. It's a a really solid film. Yeah. Like I just yeah. So here's what I thought about it. I agree with everything you said. Mm. And what I was thinking during the movie, I was thinking to myself, this movie is a little bit subtle. Like you have to love the movies. You have yeah. to sort of get some of the references. You have to know Nicolas Cage. You have to understand the arc that he's on. You have to know about Moonstruck and you have to know about Face Off and you have to know about some of the okay. smaller movies that he's made. And I think that context, the more that context makes sense to you and the more you relate to that context and understand it, the more you're going to like this movie. Not that you won't like the movie if you don't know about Nicolas Cage because you will. Right. But I'm saying the more you know about Hollywood and the state of movies today and the, the history of Nicolas Cage, then the better you're going to like this movie. Mm. The only part of the movie that I thought was so predictable and was ruined by the trailer was when the so-called bad guy led him into that room and was like, what you're going to see is going to change your perception yeah. forever. You knew it was going to be yeah. what it was. You know, you knew the little girl wasn't in there and you knew it was going to be because there was you that scene in the trailer when he's looking at the statue, you know, yeah, it that hadn't was, happened yet. right. It happened to happen. So you're like, oh, well, that's where all that stuff is. Yeah. 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 That's I, I as soon as he started talking, I was like, oh, that's what's in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At any point, did you feel like he was going to be the bad guy? No, yeah. I knew from the beginning he wasn't the bad guy. Yeah. I figured the same as yeah. well. I. I didn't guess it was the cousin, but only because I didn't like really, I wasn't really thinking about who was the bad guy. Right. right. You know, I just yeah. wasn't on my radar. Yeah. So I would say best movie of all time. Best movie of all time. Yeah. Easily the best movie since Moonstruck. Clearly. Right. One of the best movies or, of all time. Or Paddington 2. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So what are we going to watch next week? Well, I don't know. I mean... I'm up for whatever, but I think we're going to have to go watch Northman unless you scaled. No, I, I think you're right. I think we have to watch this weird movie. You scaled? Uh, I didn't scale. <laughs> um, Northman uh, is getting great reviews. Yeah. And I think it looks like a great movie. And I, I say we go watch it. This is an interesting week. This is the first week that I can remember in the history of Penn Cinema. What? Where we, across all three locations... Have no new movies. No movies, period. New movies, new releases, classics, whatever. Other than like some Fathom event stuff that's happening. So my email to Hunting Valley was like, Dear Brad, we have all the same titles, rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember another week. Like, I remember other weeks where like movies come and go, or maybe we're opening a movie late, or we're bringing back, or, you know, something along those lines, but we're opening nothing. Wow. Yeah. You know why? Because I was very aggressive in defending my screens against opening smaller movies because I want to have screens for Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to play it's it on every single corner. one of my big screens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Norseman next week. North, which which North is also Man. why there's no wide releases. Because every studio knows, yeah. you know, like it's going to get Wait killed. Wait Doctor Strange is yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we had uh, one letter right in this week. Yeah. From Frodo. She wrote. Frodo. Frodo. 
she she wrote in and she had some great stuff to say about the Netflix. We already went over that. The Netflix, the great Netflix. What, what do we call it? The great Netflix correction, correction. of 22. Yeah. That, she had graphs and everything, which was really cool to look at. This was one of the, her longest. Okay, it was good and long. It had a lot of pictures. All of her emails are long. <laughs> right. They're great. Right, they're great. But they're all long. Yeah. Right. This one, I was so like tuned in. I Blue read in. I read right. every single bit and her her take on Netflix was fascinating. Yeah. Then yeah. she went on to talk about bad guys. Right. So bad guys. Ah, just to kind of summarize what she said, she liked the story. No, it lacked in story. Lacked. I'm sorry. Two very different things. But it was very pretty. Mm. Um, and didn't really have great themes uh, to, like, hook on to. Uh, but overall, it was still a good animated film. Mm. So even though it was lacking in some areas, like, she enjoyed herself. Uh, she she gave it a clap emoji. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Con- yep. Congratulations. Um. You know, you know, my question is, Yeah. my question is, did she ever go see Batman? Oh, I don't know if she ever the did. Batman. Remember, I offered to give her passes. And she, because I was like. She used the excuse that she yeah, lives too she's far She's like, away. oh, I live too far away. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> get a plane. Yeah. Come on, right, we're right next to an airport. Right, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Maybe I should have offered to send up the company jet. <laughs> <laughs> the company jet, right? right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she had, I mean, she had more to say about it, but that's just paraphrasing. Just, um, she, she thought the movie was, uh, a good outing for animation. Yeah. Might not be the best, but a good outing. And I learned that bad guys is based on an Australian, uh, children's series oh, of books. I did not know that Neither did I, until I found it out. I did not know it until I did. And, and then you know, I did. You know what? Chicken butt. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> I got you with the chicken butt, though, didn't I? Yes, a little I bit. Game, set, match. match. <laughs> What's up? So, Penn, what have you been doing this week? Oh, my gosh. Have you seen this show, Severance? No, because I don't have Apple Plus because I refuse to pay for it, remember? Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> I took a hard <laughs> stance. No. What, what you said isn't funny. What what you said reminded me that it's on Apple Plus. Oh. Amy and I are watching it downstairs on Apple Plus. Yeah. Because that's where we have our and, Apple. And you hate that fact. Kind of. Yeah. And then, but then we wanted to keep watching it upstairs. Oh. So it was this long, painful process because we got the Apple TV thing in the living room. Mm-hmm. And then upstairs, we got the fire stick. Right. So you can get your Apple TV account through the fire stick, but you got to remember whose email is it under? <laughs> what's the password? What parts of the password are capitalized? Yeah. How many exclamation points did we put on the end of that? You know? Every other Wednesday is a Thursday. <laughs> How many Thursdays are there in a full month of Wednesdays? Right. right? I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was pretty awful. Like, we finally got it situated. But wow. That's why I laughed when you okay. were like, reminded me that it was on, a, on Apple Plus. On Apple, on Apple Plus? On Apple, <laughs> Apple Plus. That's the lesser known. Okay. <laughs> you know, All right. A lot of people have. No, no, no. The other way. A lot of people have Apple Plus. Only a select few have, have the, the Apple, Apple, Apple Plus. Right. right. Okay. I got gotcha. <laughs> right, right. So we were watching Apple Plus and the show Severance with Adam Scott. Yeah. It's supposed to be amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. It's a little bit hard for me because as we've talked about on the show, 
a lot of times I fall asleep. What? And this show, more than most shows, like you got to be patient. Like it moves slow. Yeah. And it has this long. Um, the soundtrack is similar to um, what was the Christopher Nolan Titanic. movie? No, the Christopher Nolan movie that came out during the. Yeah. yeah. That was Dune. It was no. Well, that was not. You know what I'm talking Inception about. Inception as well, but it, yeah. Yeah. It Tenet. Was, Tenet. Tenet. It, it like has this very dull, this very dull, you know, soundtrack. It's absolutely brilliant. I love this show. Yeah. So wow. so that's what I've been watching. Amy yeah. and I have been watching Severance. And also, I tuned into a movie I haven't seen since it came out. Jet Li's Fearless. Oh, it's a good movie. Great movie. Yeah. I loved it. Jet Li's a man. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And based on a true story, of course, which always makes it even that much better. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. Well, me, I started last week, I think I talked about finishing the Thrawn Ascendancy book one. Right. Uh, I started book two, and it's still really good. It's a Star Wars spinoff about a character named Thrawn. Of course, I'm watching Moon Knight and Picard. They're continuing on to do their thing. Uh, but I started Bridgerton this week. Oh. Season two. And uh, season two's off to a good start. It's got all the gossip and the outfits and the crazy people. You don't fall asleep like 15, 20 minutes no, into no, the we, have, we got the yeah. top hats and we got the... <laughs> the pinkies out. Pinkies out. We play a game. We have to, we, we got to holler whenever Dreadlock Guy comes on the set. Because it's like, especially in the first season, they had like 20 actors and they used them, the same twenty background people for like every scene, and there was there was specifically a guy with like dreadlocks who just stands out because he's yeah in this, he's got dreadlocks yeah, he's got dreadlocks yeah. in this Victorian you know era yeah. type thing. Uh, he's still around. He's much less prominent, but because they've got more money, some more people in right, the background. Right. Now they got but like you, thirty or forty guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a riot. So you, you have to have fun with it. So, well, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Finally. Who would have guessed? <laughs> what are we on? 169? 169. Can you, believe you know that? what that means? 170s, right? One more to 170. <sighs> then we get the big contract negotiations. Yeah. Finally, we can renegotiate yeah. our terms of our deal. And we get, go back to remember when you said we never make it to 170? Right. Well, guess what, buddy? We did. <laughs> guess what? Chicken butt. <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, if you want to be a part of the show, mm. number one way to do that is to email us podcast at pencinema.com. Mm -hmm. And if, you, or you can head over to our Facebook, facebook.com slash pencinema podcast. Uh, you know, people are always talking over there. Trailer master Jason puts up, uh, um, the trailers each week, which is really cool on our posts. So that's awesome. Thanks for doing that. Um, but yeah, podcast at pencinema.com is the number one way to get in touch with us. But if you want to support the show, mm. How would you go about doing that, Pat? Uh, real quick, before I get to supporting the show, we got to give a shout out. <gasps> we got to give our shout out to our friend Goonies Jason. My man, he's wrapping up a stellar career oh. at Penn Cinema. We wish him all the best. One of the biggest. He's moving on to the hospitality industry. What a guy! And it's pretty funny because he was saying sometimes his shifts he's going to have to work till eleven. <sighs> And I was like, dude, that ain't nothing. Cause I know you regularly check out of here at one o'clock in the morning, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he's like, like in, in perspective, he's basically moving to a nine to five job. <laughs> right. You know? right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He told me, he's like, I can't be staying up this late anymore. <laughs> right. Right, right. No, but for real, we, we, uh, we're going to miss him. He's been a great part of the team. Really appreciate everything he's done for the theater. And, uh, 
wish him nothing but the best yeah. in his career moving forward. Better and than all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you asked me how should we support the show. Right. You know, and what I was thinking was all these passwords. Oh. You know, that's what the problem is. The best way to support the show is to change all your passwords to listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. <laughs> all the hackers at home are like, <laughs> No, but see, what we want you to do is we want you to come up with your own, like, deciphering code. Right. Like, so you're not, I mean. What I want, what I want yeah. is for it to be such a thing right. that when they show, like, Most, hackers in movies, right. they're like, try password. Right. Try listening to the Pencil Note podcast. Right. That didn't work either. Right. But, I want to see who can come up with the best invention for a language that results in listening to the Pencil Note podcast. <laughs> Joel Coates, I guarantee you. Do we have it. any linguists um, in the right. audience? Well, I mean, what is, what is, how does Frodo describe herself? A Ooh, word is... Valedictorily. Valedictorily. No, that's how she ends Do you remember the first time she wrote us in? Yeah. And I straight up accused her of making up words. (laughs) (laughs) She's a wordsmith, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's... Is that the proper... No, that's her email address, I think. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's wordsmithologic or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I love it. We're the best. Yeah. All right. Come up with a fake language that when you translate it, it's like that scene in Christmas Story. Where he unlocks the code, and instead of saying "drink your Ovaltine," it says "listen to the Pensacola podcast." <laughs> That's exactly. what we want to see, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, but but what if you're not a linguist? Oh well, then you just tell a friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if All you right. don't have a friend, tell us. Podcast at pensacola.com. We're your friends. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, you bet. So I look wow. forward to you listening every week. I really do. I love doing the show. You. Right? Absolutely, yeah. you. Now, all people, the, all the other ones, great, yeah, but, they're, they're you know, fine, but it's but really it's you. It's yeah, it's definitely you. I really appreciate your commitment to the show and how much it brings. It makes me happy that you enjoy the show. Right before the show starts, we always put right. your picture at the end of the table, right? So we know who we're doing it for, right? Yeah. Did, did we tell them that? No, this, did, we're we, telling them now. We're telling them now. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. <laughs> Remember that time you tried to put a second picture up, and I was like, Nah, brah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. There's only one. The best, right? Right. It's only one for me. <laughs> All right. Well, once again for the Pinsuit Up Podcast, uh, I'm David Malton. <laughs> and I'm Ted Ketchum. Take, Take care and party, party on. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.